Okay, good. Good evening, everyone. Um, tonight, special. We're doing something different tonight. Um, something we've never done before. This is completely different. Uh, we're going to be learning a... Usually we learn Hasidis. We're going to be learning something in which Hasidis comes from. Um, the... The Alter Rebbe. Um, hold on, just one second, everyone. Okay, we know that the Alter Rebbe, the the one that uh, the author of the Tanya, and we always learn his Hasidus mostly on uh, Thursday nights, um, called himself a Shaloyid, that he's a student of Rabbi Shaya Horowitz to Shalah, even though Shalah lived uh, about 150 years before him. Um, nevertheless, the Alter Rebbe felt that he was a student of the Shalah. He, he accepted and took the teachings of the Shalah as one of his teachers in Kabbalah and in general in mysticism. Um, someone told me something very interesting the other day. I just started this year. Yeah, but you, that's, you got my message, right? Good. That safer. So someone, someone told me something very, very interesting the other day, and I forgot what he said, but it was interesting. <laughs> he said that the book of Rus, there isn't a, every single pasuk begins with, or it has maybe either, I'm so upset, my father told me this, that every Pasuk in Rus begins with a Va? I don't know, I have to take a look at Rus. Every Pasuk begins with a Vav. Be, aside for a few Psukim, which spell out the Rosh Tevis of the Shalah's name, Yeshaya Ben, who was, uh, and it was known that he was a Gilgal of Rus. That's what it's, it's uh, brought. So the Shalah is like, it was, it was just an interesting idea. The Shalah HaKadosh. So um, I've read something fascinating from the Shalah, which has the root ideas of many ideas in, in, from the Alter Rebbe in Hasidus. And I was teaching this in a class relating to Mashiach. But I didn't study it. I didn't teach it inside. And I'd like to teach this inside tonight. It is not on this week's Parsha, but it is connected to this week's Parsha. Parsha's Chukas is the Parsha in which we deal with the red heifer, with the Paraduma, and in which we talk about the, the rectification of death. Because the Paraduma comes to fix death. It comes to remove the defilement from death. And if it's the, the removing the defilement of death means, in essence, it's an antidote to Misa, to death. So, um, we're going to go back to Gan Eden, and we're going to take a look at the origins of the, the human fall. What happened? What causes the body to be in that state, that the body can die? What kind of body did we have before we sinned? What's the rectification of the body? And some other very interesting things related to this whole idea. It fixes death, meaning as we have paraduma now, it removes the tumma that comes as a result of, of Misa. And in some way it must have had <coughs> powerful healing powers to a person, to a relative, 
who uh, was scarred by the scar of death. When they removed the tumma of the death, it must have had some kind of a deep uh, um, healing for the relative uh, in the ability to, because if you come out of the effects of death, out of the tumma, it must have also brought about to take the person out of that darkness that they're in. But it didn't revive the dead person. That's not what it did. But in essence, paraduma does have that power. It's related to Tchiyas HaMesim. And it's, it brings about the, the fixing of the human body, that the human body is not susceptible anymore, and is not, um, uh, doesn't have it within it to Chas V'Shalom Dai anymore. The body re- becomes an eternal body. So that whole idea, we'll, we will study today from the Shulah. This is in... It seems like in this book that I was reading it today, it seems this is Yalkut Mashiach Gaula, where the person gathered different pieces and ideas about Mashiach from the Torah and from the Mepharshim. Um, it seems, however, from him that he was pretty selective and jumped back and forth. So this is in Sefer, in this Shnei Luchas Abris, in the first Chelek. Um, there is a portion called Beis Yisrael. So in that portion called Beis Yisrael in Perak. Let me see where he has it over here. Oh, right over here. Rabbi Seinu Zechreinam Levracha Amru. This is in middle of, we're starting it over here, you just have the, uh, here it says Amru B'Medrasha. They said in their, in their, in their Medrash. This is in Medrash Bereshus Rabbah. Where I'm quoting from the Shalah is from Sefer Shnei Luchai Sabris, Teldes Adam, um, the little section called Beis Yisrael, and this is the middle of Sif Yud Aleph, the middle of Perik Yud Aleph. It says like this: Rabbi Seinu Zecharin Levracha Amru BeMedrasha. Our Rebbe said in their Medrash, in Remeir's Torah, it was written, that Hashem made for Adam and for his wife, Kosnas Oyer, a shirt of light. In, see, in the, after Adam sinned in the in the uh, tree of in the by the tree of knowledge in Gan Eden, he felt they felt naked, and 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 Hashem made for them clothing. They were embarrassed, and Hashem made for them clothing. The pasuk says Hashem made for them a a a shirt of leather, or a leather whatever leather clothing. Was it kind of interesting that the first clothing that Adam and Chava wore were leather clothing? Pretty cool. Or like they came, I, I was just mentioning, the, you know, they came driving out of Ganadin on a Harley with their leather jacket. You see, he took off Adam and Chavash and sent them out. How is he going to leave Ganadin? Right? <laughs> so what's this leather jacket? What does this mean? What's this leather jacket? And the idea is, is he's going to explain um, the leather jacket we'll see in a moment. Initially, they had a shirt. Wait, so Chazal say that in Remeyer's Sefer Torah, when they were reading Remeyer's Torah, they found that instead of it saying Kosnas or a shirt of leather with an ayin, Remeyer's Sefer Torah had the word Kosnas or a shirt of light. The ayin was switched with an aleph, the shirt of light. So what does that mean? Was Remeyer's Sefer Torah a puzzle or something? And if Remeyer's Sefer Torah was kosher, why shouldn't we put it in our Sefer Torah, Kosnas or a shirt of light? So what's the idea behind this? Or So in his Sefer Torah, it was written or with an aleph. To understand this, 
So this is what it says in the Zohar. He quotes from the Zohar, Pashas Pekudei. Tochazi, come and see. The soul cannot go up to be seen in front of the Holy King. Anishama cannot become before God. Until it, until it merits to becoming clothed. Anishama must come and dress itself in the lavush, in the garment of this world. Now usually when it says this world, it means this world. That means a naked soul cannot come before God. A neshama needs a garment. What's the garment that the neshama gets? It comes to this world simply, and it gets a body. That's the garment for the soul. Let's see. Va'akimna, and we learned loisalka. It can't go up. Ella ba'hu levusha denoher. It can only go up with a luminant garment. The neshama needs a luminant garment, a shining garment. The tochazi. So, what is that shining garment? Are we going to say, is the shining garment the garment of the body? The body is not really a shining garment, an illuminous garment. The body is kind of dark, opaque, thick, right? Well, that's not the original garment that Hashem made for Adam Arishan. The body that Hashem had initially crafted for Adam was a, was a, luminous, a luminous garment for the soul. Betochazi, come and see. Adam Arishan, Adam Arishan. Kadheve beganeden, when he was in Ganeden, have a mislabish bilavusha deliela. He was enclosed in a supernal garment, in a supernal lavush. Vihu lavusha denahoyre ilah, which is a garment of supernal light. That was his garment. In Ganeden, he also had a garment. When it says Adam was naked and Chava, that means after they lost their garments. They lost this garment of light. That's when they felt. Kivan the Itrach Beganeden, as soon as he was banished from Ganeden, the Itzrich Legavanin the High Alma, and he needed the colors of this world. He was going to kick out of Ganeden and needed to like function in this physical world. Maxiv, what does it say? Hashem made for man and his wife a shirt of leather. Bekadmes initially have a Kasnas Oyer. First, it was a shirt of light. What's the light? The Zohar says, The light of that supernal, supernal light. The Shemesh Bey Gan Eden, in which, I don't know, he's the, uh, of maybe the Shemesh Bey Gan Eden, maybe of the son of Gan Eden. I'm not sure exactly what the word the Shemesh means, Bey Gan Eden. Begin because the Homaginza de Eden, Nahoire Ila Denore Meshemesh Bey. Because in the Garden of Eden is where this great supernal light, Mishamishpe, is present there. Valdan, therefore, Adam Kadma, Kadola Goyguns Ginsa, when Adam Harishan went into the garden, Al Bishlaya Kodish Baruch Hashem dressed him in the Lavush, in the garment of that light. Vaole Taman and he brought them over there. If, if Adam would not have been dressed first in that light, he cannot go up over there. He needs this garment. But once he was cast out of Gan Eden, he needed another garment. So Hashem made him a shirt of leather. 
Similar to that, the Kohanim and the Beis Amigdosh needed to have special garments to be able to serve in holiness. To go up in holiness. Is to go up in the holy, you need a garment. Adam had a garment. He had a garment of light. But it's interesting, that garment of light was his body. So it's considered a garment, meaning, what's a garment? A garment means something aside for the soul. The soul is the, is the one dressing in the garment. So he's dressing, what, but what was his garment? What was his body? His body was a body of light. Ksoinas or with an aleph. When Hashem, when he sinned, and Hashem gave him a body, the body fell, and the body became coarse. The body became a coarse of hide, of leather. So it's not that Hashem gave him a jacket. Hashem, the body changed, the body descended. The body still needs, the body still needs a garment. Not the body, the neshama still needs a garment. But this coarse body that we have today doesn't serve as that luminous garment, which takes the neshama in front of Hashem. So for that he's going to explain, for that you need to do mitzvahs. With the, with the physical body. And when you do mitzvahs with the physical body, you recapture again the garment of light. In other words, that means that you make the body back translucent and back luminous like it was as a result of the mitzvah. Every mitzvah captures some of that light. Let's see further. Let's see if that's what he's saying. And so now we learned. The uvdin tavin the barnash avid bahai alma, the good deeds that a person does in this world, in an uvdin these are actions. Mashchin they draw menahoyre de zivayla, they draw down from the supernal ziv, from the supernal radiance. Levusha a garment leitakana be to adorn the soul. Lahu alma so the neshama is dressed up. Lahu alma for that world leschazar kama malka kadisha to be able to be seen in front of the king. You need a garment. A soul coming in the proximity of Hashem without a garment will get burnt up. It needs a garment. Initially, Adam Arishan had the garment, the body itself was that garment, full of light. In other words, Adam Arishan's body in Gan Eden, the very content of his body was mitzvahs. That was the nature of the body. So it was full of light. After he sinned, the body fell. So now we have to do a mitzvah. We do an act, so we have little points, little moments when we're raising the physical coarseness of the body and having the body be assimilated into a, into a godly, to become a godly expression. And then the body is, serves again as a function, as a... So, it's interesting. Did Adam and Gan Eden have to do mitzvahs? It seems like his body itself was the mitzvahs, was that garment. But now we capture it by particular mitzvahs that we do. And Anashama comes down many times into the body. Each time, it does a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, till it's able to get a full, complete tikkun going. After all, it's Gilgulim. It has a perfect body. And in that garment that it dresses itself, is honey, it will delight, it will have benefit. And it can see, it's able to see in a very clear um, light. It's able to see through a very clear vision. Like it says, To gaze in the pleasantness of God, and to come to visit in God's chamber. And for that you need to have special garments. The garments of the mitzvahs, 
which Adam Arishan had in his body, which was a, a body of light. And therefore, Nishmasa is lapsus betrain almen. That's why the Nisham addresses itself in two worlds. It comes down to be this into this world in which it gets the garment. In order for it to be complete, a high alma In the lower world and in the higher world, Valdaksiv, and this is what it says, only tzadikim will just tzadikim or will yodelishmecha, they will praise your name. Yeshvuyashadim, the those that are are straight will sit and delight espanecha in your face. Bahu alma in the other world, Okay, so we have a little a vague something. He brings a Zohar, how, in, now first he brings an idea that the Medrash says, Reb Meir Sefer Torah was written Kosnas Ur. Now we're getting a little bit to understand why Reb Meir's Sefer Torah was that way, because Reb Meir finished the Tikkun. He was already completed. He was like back in Gan Eden, in his own body. He, he brought his body back to become, to be, to be a luminous body. One of the sages said, the reason why I'm smarter than all my other friends, literally, one, I, I am, I am, I'm ahead. The reason why I have an, an edge over all my, my chaverim is because I saw Reb Meir from the back. And had I seen Reb Meir from the front, it would have been completely different. So Reb Meir wasn't blocking godliness because his body, even his back, the back is usually the, car, the coarser part of the person. Even the, the acharayim, the back of Reb Meir, was enough to impart such holiness and such godliness to this sage that it put him way above all his other friends because he saw Rameir from the back. And had he seen him on the front, Rameir mayor means illumination. Rameir rectified, purified his body so thoroughly and so good, he was back to being a kasnas oyer, a shirt of light. We are still, we're still in the work. We're still working the leather. We're still tanning. We're still in the tannery. We're working the leather to refine it. What's the leather? It's the coarseness of the body. So when Hashem makes Adam Arishan a shirt of leather, it means the body coarsens becomes lower and now we need mitzvahs to rectify the body and get back the shirt of light. You need to have a shirt. You can't come to Gan Eden without it. So it's interesting. Physicality is necessary. Without physicality, the neshama doesn't go anywhere. Because as we see in Hasidus, and we learn this all the time, the physical is the most potent material. But the physical is both. Access, it gives us access to the greatest heights, and it also, the physical, is the most dangerous thing. It can make a person fall to the lowest. Depends where you move that body. If you refine it and move it more into a place of light, it takes you to where nothing can... It's the shirt of light, connect to Hashem. Or, chas the opposite. Like, Adam sinned and his body became coarse. And then, okay, so let's see what he continues. This drush is long and it will be explained in its proper place. Amnam Mavur Mazad is explained from here. I'm beginning over here in this Shalah over here. It's Perak Yud Beis, but you have it in your copies over here, the second paragraph. That the garment of the soul that Adam Arishan had before he sinned, Hayaguf Kaddish, was a very holy body. Zach, the body was pure, Venaki and clean, Venoita Laruchnias, and the body was leaning to spirituality. The body was not as dense as we have it. It wasn't, it wasn't as dense as our bodies. And the body is going to be restored to that state. When the Mashiach comes, when the Mashiach comes, it says, here this is so beautiful, that the world is going to become full of knowledge. 
the earth is going to become full of knowledge. What does it mean? How does the Shlach translate that? Roitzaloimar meaning, Afa Artsiyos, even the earthiness of the body, even the earthiness of the world, Tahainu Aguf, which is the body, Hu Hakol Seichel, the body is going to be intelligence. Now you stop a moment and you hear what does, what does, what does science say today about the body? What is it? It's a code. What is physicality? Physicality is just a bunch of information, dense. Because in every, in, every, in every cell, you have the genetic code, it's a bunch of information. But it's, it's information so jam-packed and so compact and that what? And at a certain point, you don't see the intelligence of it and you just see matter, just matter. But really, when Adam Arishan was in Gan Eden, you didn't see matter. He saw intelligence. His body literally was an intelligent, the physical was, he didn't, he didn't only have intelligence in his mind, it was intelligent physicality. His, physic, his physical body, his hands, his feet, his very skin and bones and flesh had intelligence. As it says when Mashiach comes, kalbasar, that flesh is going to see God. Not intelligence, not the mind is going to see God. The, the, the hands and feet, flesh is going to see God. That's the way Adam was in Gan Eden. His flesh perceived godliness. It was intelligent matter. It wasn't coarse and thick. Before he sinned. When he sinned, So instead of the word oir, which means light, he got the, instead of the aleph, it was changed to an ayin. And when you get an ayin, what happens? Instead of oir, which makes you see and have vision, he's going to say later, oir, when with an ayin, also spells iver. What's iver? Blind. So instead of seeing, the body became blind. It doesn't see anything. It doesn't feel anything but itself. Instead of feeling its source, feeling the flow of energy that's flowing into it every second, and therefore completely surrendered to its source, it becomes dense, dense and thick, and coarse and narcissistic. And what happens? It's disconnected from life. And that's why it dies. Because in that disconnected state, it's dead. It has no life. So we see this week's parsha, the fixing, the paraduma, something is connected with this rectification. As it says, Oiru basar talbisheni. Oir, skin or basar and flesh, talbisheni, you have dressed me. Which is the murky body. Think about clean, pure water, which is see-through. Beautiful water, clean water. This is not such a good cup. And then it gets murky. When it gets murky, what happens? You can't see it. That's what happened to the body. The body is the same body, but became murky. And then when it became murky, it became thick and coarse. And we see physicality. A tzaddik is not physical. Do you know that? A real tzaddik? So someone once said, and he said, if you touched, I forgot who it was, if you touch, you wouldn't feel physicality. You would feel pure ruchnias, pure godliness. So the person said, but I touched and I felt body. So he says, if you, tap, if you touch with guf, you feel guf. I'm a tapped mit guf, herzach guf. If you're coarse, really the tzaddik is not, it's the physical body. That's why it's so pleasant to look at the Rebbe and the Fabrengans. You're seeing something else. You're seeing the, 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 the goof is not goof. It's, 
so edel, it's so refined, it's so, so pure, it's so transparent, at least translucent. And a person whose body is totally nullified to the soul, as opposed to when, as opposed to the body, when the body gets separated from the soul, coarsened, thickened, and becomes an entity unto its own. V'neskayim boyaremez, and what was fulfilled by Adam Arishan as a result of his sin, was fulfilled this that it says in a Pasuk. It says, Adam Man sees to, with his eyes, Fashem and Hashem sees the heart. So what does that mean? Hashem sees the a man man sees to the eyes and Hashem sees the heart. Simple meaning is we only look at things superficially. We see externality. We see external. When we look at things, we see only what's on the outside. But Hashem can see in the heart. He can see what's going on on the inside. He can see the deeper meaning from the Shlach HaKadosh. Hear this. When the human being went after the, the temptations of his eyes, when the human being was seduced by what his eyes, he saw, like the Pasuk says, it's pleasant to look at. The snake told Chava, take a look, it's so pretty to look. And we know Chazal tells us the eyes are the root of all sin. You see something and then the heart desires it. So when man followed his eyes, then the human consciousness became enclosed in coarseness. There's, no, there's nothing left intelligent in him. The body lost its intelligence. Yes, this is crazy. The physical body, which was once made up of intelligence, that's what it was, lost its intelligence. And all it is is heavy matter. And where did the intelligence remain? Only in the heart and in the mind. Meaning in this. And the, that's what it means. Adam When man looks, when man went after his eyes, Hashem Hashem has nowhere else to look but into the heart. Because the one place where man, the one, the one um, thing to, to salvage the human being, the one place of hope is that there's still a, a, a tiny bit of intelligence where a person can transcend one's instinctive uh, earthy desires. That, that's the person's intelligence. That's the, the lava of the heart. That's, that's what's left with the, within the human being. Everything else fell into, into darkness, into coarseness. When, when Adam, what's left to Hashem to look and to communicate is is only with levav, only with the heart. Ki alev adayin maven. The heart is still has havana. The heart still has intelligence. V'zeov Hashem yirel levav. Hashem can only communicate with the heart. She'ein eroy Hashem begufa adam. Hashem doesn't see any anything bad in man. Rak belief shaloy only in his heart, because the rest is already v'zeov shenem av yisatzav lekim aliboy. That's why aliboy shal adam. Hashem got saddened about the heart that all that is left is only the heart. Till then Hashem was able to communicate godliness to the very hands, feet, toes of Adam. To every part of him. And now all you have is the heart. Um, now by the way, um, there's a little part that's not written in, in the Yosefer over there, in the copy. Because as I told you earlier, that was an only abri an abridged version. So I'm reading a little bit now that's not inside the copy. 
this fine body, which Adam Arishon had, which is a shirt of light, that's called a hidden body, because it's not so present. That's why the Tzemach Tzedek says in a mimer that today's days we go to Gan Eden, we can't see Gan Eden. You know, because he asked the question, we mentioned this many times by Ashir. Gan Eden, Chazal, the Torah tells us where Gan Eden is, the physical Gan Eden. There's, there's many levels of Gan Eden, there's spiritual Gan Eden. But there is a Gan Eden that is geographically, that is in this world, and it has a certain place on the map. The Torah says it's next to the four rivers, next to the Euphrates, whatever. So take a little boat, go down the Euphrates. Probably these days you shouldn't go there because ISIS is there and killing everybody. But um, the, 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 go, go look for Gan Eden. And today, around those rivers, all you have is killing fields. You don't have Gan Eden. So the Tzemach Tzedek says, what happened to Gan Eden? He says, Mail in the olden days, you can say, what, when you're learning Chumash, you can say, it's somewhere we didn't explore everywhere. One day we're going to go, we're going to have an expedition and go look for, the, for Gan Eden. But today we have everything mapped out. So where's Gan Eden? And you can't say it's not physical, because the Torah is clearly saying it's in this world. Adam Arushim was in a physical Gan Eden. So the Tzemach Tzedek explains that Gan Eden is Ruchni Shebegashmi. It's, 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 it's physical, but it's, the, it's, it's a dimension of such refined physicality that exists in time and space. It's not totally spiritual, that's outside of space. It exists in space, but it's a very, very subtle. The trees of Gan Eden are very, very, very subtle. Very refined, very, very abstract, very clean. There's no chumris, there's no chumrias. Adam Arishim, before his sin, his body was also that state. So when he was in Gan Eden, he, he, at that time, his body was in that frequency. When he sinned, when Hashem banished him from Gan Eden, what did he mean? He, he kicked him out. His body got coarse. He got a kosnas ur. He can walk the same area, back and forth in the same neighborhood, and he's not in Gan Eden. He misses the frequency. He's totally not in it, because body, his body coarsened, and he, do, he, he can't connect to it. That very Gan Eden. So that's why his body was called sasum, concealed. Because the, the coarser something is, the more tangible, the more revealed it is, the more concrete it is. The subtler something thing is, it's hidden. So, so that's called sasum. Vahagufa achar, and the murky body, shu'atu chumri, that now is coarse, nikra galia is called revealed. Alkein omar chat sasum v'chat galia. The human being has two bodies almost. A, a hidden self, a hidden potential, and a revealed and when you activate your inner inner body, your more spiritual body, that means you, the other one falls. The coarser body falls. It means it's not, it falls away. It's like the, if you're paying attention to the outer body, which is the more coarser, then you'll lose touch with that inner refinedness. Yeah. And these are the, the two things of Yaakov and Yisrael. Okay. That's why a Jew has two names, Yaakov. Yaakov is the person who's struggling with Yada Yechezes Ba'kev Esav, you're dealing with the, with the coarseness of the world. Yisrael is Yaakov as he is standing above it all, entering into that higher dimension. That's why we know that on the weekday we're called Yaakov, and on Shabbos we're called Yisrael. Our bodies are not the same Shabbos. Our bodies are in a... That's why in the weekdays in which it's not a virtue to eat, you eat to survive, but it's not a virtue to eat. On Shabbos it's a mitzvah to eat, because the body is a different body on Shabbos. Yaakov is v'yodo yechezes ba'kev Esav. He's holding in the Esav's akev. Shu'anocha shakadmoini. Esav is related to the snake. 
when she's Barbara Makoyma. The Yisrael and Yisrael who are Shrara Acheris Mashibu de Malachamavis. And Yisrael is Kisarisa Malakim, you rule over you rule over Elohim. You rule over Elohim, which means you rule over the Malachamavis. So it's an interesting thing. What comes out from this is a phenomenal thing. We all have a dual body. We all have an intelligent body, and we have a coarser outer body. The intelligent body, however, is not, it depends on where, what, what we're doing with our body, what we're doing. It seems like it's not like when Mashiach comes, we get a new body. It's there in, in potential, it's in us, it's in us now, that's what he's saying. There's a Yisrael dimension of a person, and there's a Yaakov dimension of the person. And depending where, where we're standing. Okay. Um... Okay. Okay. Now we're we're holding by the next. Veda. You see the piece Veda. Afsha Adam Betzalim Adamus Elyon. So I'm 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 we're holding by the third paragraph. Veda. Okay. But before we get to that. Ula. I'm going to add a little bit more that's stated over here, not there. The human being has choice. He incorporates within himself the higher and the lower. When a person is rises, he goes up so high. And when he goes down, he falls the lowest of the low. Similar to what the sages say in Mesechtas Megillah. Tractic Megillah. Umazu, this nation, Meshula Lekechavim, is compared to stars. Umashalom Lo'afar, they're compared to earth. When we go up, we go up higher than the stars. When we go down, we go down to the earth. Kshan Oilen Oilen. Ve'inyan, and what is that? Da, you should know, Kizela Umazah Asalokim. Hashem made one opposite the other. Kamoisha Hetzalatzilis Kaidesh. Just like Hashem emanated an emanation of holiness, Soida Achdos. The secret of unity, Hanikra Adam Elyon, the supernal man, and the human being was made in that image of the supernal man. is the image of a man. Kain Asa, so Hashem made Adam Belial. He made a wicked man. Adam, that's like a monkey in front of the human being, the klipa. And that's called the world of klipa, which is an, a surrounding outer world, an external world to the world of Kedusha. Yesh by Esser Spheris, it has ten attributes. Veshiva Yechalas in seven chambers. Ukamoi du partsufim. And just like the man of holiness was created, man and woman, and that is Teferis and Malchus. Teferis is the male figure, and Malchus is the female figure. We know from learning Kabbalah, Teferis is masculine. The six emotions are masculine. So Cain, Koidal Atzilus HaKodesh, which is the generality of all of Atzilus. Came Baklipa, so to in Klipa there is Smol, Samachmem Aleph Lamid, and he says, and the female Klipa, Velilit, Barminon. Shmaseim Vinyanam, Avua Barucha Beparadis, Besharat Muris, where it's explained this in Yanam. But there's a male and female element to Klipa. The Imtishal, and if you're going to ask, again, this is all not in your copies, Menayin Yatsu HaKlipas, how can the Klipas come into existence if the Ebishter doesn't, doesn't have any bad? The Minat Nasan 
tahar mitame, and how can pure come from tame, from the impure? Kvarkasava pardes achuva, the pardes, which is the Ramak, gives an answer. Ki emesu, the truth is, ki lamayla bamaka matzilus ein davara. Where things emanated from God, there is no bad. Yerid meshamayim, no bad comes out from heaven. Ki lamayla hadvarim dakim, tachlis adakus, because up there everything is pure, the ultimate refinement. Amnam behis avas hadvarim, when things get thickened, viridasam beseser amadrega, as the worlds evolve, hanateles, as things evolve, the solace begins to emerge. Impurities begin to come out. Like, he gives a mashal. The mashal would be from the human seed. Which, comes, which is created from the choicest of the person. And therefore, it creates the child. It comes out from the brain. And then, in the womb, it will create a child. But in the creation of the child, there's all kinds of other stuff that come are created along with it, which are not clean. Aside from the child. Now, he, say, he says like this, is anybody going to think that in the moach of the father, in the brain of the father, you have all that, all that uh, impurities? No, over there it's all brain, it's all pure. It's only that somehow in its, in its outer development, and its outer expression, the, the klipa starts separating and becomes more pronounced. Right? The best of the body is that filth. For sure not. Then the person would die in one moment if he has that junk in his brain. As that seminal drop comes from place to place, from level to level, that's somehow in this process. It doesn't really answer the question because you really want to dig into it and say, so which point does it start? What does it mean? But he gives at least an analogy where you see something like this happening. You separate the good, and that's what creates the child. And from whatever was their potential, not so good, emerges out and becomes very distinguished junk and filth. The same is also in Atzilus. In its place, there's nothing bad. When it comes down to express itself below, when you separate the good and the holy, what comes out is which is the sediments, the sigeyazov, and the leftover dregs. This is what the Ramak says, Ramosha Kardove in Pardesh Eherich. And he brings an interesting thing. The same is also in terms of a person's a seminal fluid. As long as it's in the body, there's no tuma in the person. There's no tuma. It's only metama when it leaves the body. So you see that things when they emerge into the outside is beginning to bring about an union of tuma. We should know, this is now we go back inside. So this was just a parenthetical note. How did Klippus and impure emerge? But now we have the, he's going to explain this idea, what happened to Adam and Ganeda? 
So you have this Adam who has a body that's a very, very refined, very clean, very pure. V'dayin, you should know, Afsha Adam b'tzalem admus elyon, even though the human being was created and molded in the supernal image, ma'achash and islabish mazehamas since he listened to the snake and some of the impurity of the snake got into him, ladas toivara, which he's soon going to explain a little better, to know good and bad, im boicher bera, if he chooses bad, mishane panov, he changes his face, v'nimshul kabahemois, and his literal physical feature becomes like an animal. Nidme v'nase kakuf, he becomes like a monkey. V'amir Rabbi Seinu Zalan, the sages say, ein chaya sheletes ba'odam, the a animal can never attack, a, an animal will never attack a person when the human looks human. If a person had an animal, animal attacking them, they can know that there's something in them that needs to regain its initial regality. If they, they, they've caused their body to fall so much that the body looks like an animal. Only when the body looks like an animal. The, the, this wild beast that... Uh, comes at it is the klipa, right? In the human being, in the quality of the human being, is hinted to his ability to chas v'shalom exchange himself into something lowly. And everything that there is a face of tahara, of purity, it can be exchanged for an impure face. As it says, Man became a living soul. That's the human being on the highest level. What does it mean, nefesh chaya? When he changes his taste, then the soul, then the person becomes a animal, a beast. In other words, nefesh chaya can mean two things. It can mean a living soul representing everything godly. Or it can mean he turns himself into a total monkey, an animal. And then an animal can attack him. These are the two inclinations. Okay. Okay. And he brings a yetzer ara bala adam koidim yetzer atoiv. Kikain klipa saperi koidim legidal aperi. Until the person develops his neshama, develops himself, the klipa first develops. Yes, what was your question? Where does, where does the klipa get in in the first place? He will answer that question. Yeah. Okay. No, this I'm going to skip. Perikud Zion. Okay. Vihinea Klipa. Klipa Saperi. Nikra Beloshan Rabbi Seinu Zal. This Klipa, that is called the Klipa, the shell of the fruit, is called in the words of our sages, Shomer. Chazal referred to the klipa, a shell, as a shomer, a guard. 
There's a very, very, very great idea hidden over here. Kfar Kasafti, I've already said earlier, Inyan haklipois hu memoisrois hakadusha. Klipois are not, they don't have an original self. They come from the, from the dregs of holiness. As holiness gets thicker and thicker, and I'll give an example for that. I used that example today in this year. The bottom, bottom part of a person's body are his, heel, his feet. The skin is thicker at, on the bottom of your feet, on your heels. Why? It's actually needed to be that way. It, it makes it a little less sensitive. And you're able to take, because you're stepping on the floor, if your if you're, if you're, bottom of your feet would be as sensitive as your tongue or as your lips, things like that, you would feel a lot of pain. So it's, it's a coarser, there's less life there. Okay. But then sometimes what happens? When it gets, that thicker skin gets too thick, too dead, too dense, then it starts becoming like a corn and it starts giving you pain on your feet. And then it can even be, become total dead skin, which, which can even f- disconnect from the body, become totally separate from the body. That's what Kalipas, the difference. See, Kalipa itself in its initial initial state is like a thicker skin to Kadusha that is necessary on the outside. But it needs to stay in that place, and then it's a shomer. If it starts getting a little too thick, it starts acting as a as a antithesis to the person in which the skin is supposed to be protecting. It starts becoming the it starts becoming the problem instead of protecting from a problem. Calipus in their initial initial state were even the snake. Even the snake was supposed to be the outer 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 aspects of kedusha, the outer. Thick and coarse, that's why it's, it's on, existing on the outside, it's supposed to be man's servant. That's why I think he's going to bring the Gemara in a moment, where the Gemara says that had the other not have sinned, Chaval, and had the snake not messed up, Chaval, the snake would have been the biggest shamus for the human being. The assistant, you couldn't have, he would have been the ultimate attendant, the ultimate, uh, he would have been the chauffeur, bringing man, taking man everywhere. But what happened? It became the ultimate enemy of the human being. Because they got separated, because the klipa got too thick. Why did the klipa get too thick? When it all happens with the man. When the human being separates his body from his neshama, the moment we distance things from its state of bittle to source, we cause a separation in every level. So the klipa started becoming much more thick and dense. Or we can say the klipa was pulling Adam, and when it pulled Adam, it densened Adam, and it has a densened Adam, the klipa got far more evil as well. Everything fell. Everything went in a state. So, so explain it over, let's take a look. Klipas were mimois reis from the leftovers of holiness. If Adam would not have sinned, the klipas would not be a misnagid, meaning a, a, a enemy of Kedusha. Rakshoymer leperi. The klipa would have been a shomer, would have been a guard to the peri. Kamoya melech, just like a king. pnimi. The king sits indoors. Vadvadim And outside of the palace, you have the guards. But what happens when the guards decide to fight the very king that they're protecting? 
They were armed. You gave the guards arms. And when the guards, when the guards themselves turn on the ones who armed them, you're in trouble. That's what happened with Klippa. Because the person sinned, it evokes the negative side in the Klippas themselves, and they become rebellious. So everything in the world stepped out from where it was meant to be. The snake was supposed to be the outer, 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 the outer crust of Kedusha was the snake. The body is a more, the human body is a more inner, but it's also a crust, because it's a crust of the soul. But it's also a more chitzainius. And you go layers and layers and layers. As, the, as, as they separated the guf from the nefesh, and the body coarsened, the snake coarsened, Kalipas coarsened, they become rebellious, they fight. The body, instead of being a, a vessel through which I can do a mitzvah, the body interferes with a mitzvah. The body makes me lazy, the body makes me, um, uh, distracts me. So the body stops functioning for what it was meant to be. The body is supposed to be an instrument through which I can do a mitzvah, that's it. We'll understand this a little better. Hear what Rabbi Shimon ben Manasseh says. How chaval, how terrible it is. Al shamish gadol on a great shamish. Al shamish gadol on a great servant. Sha'avad mena oilam, we lost him from the world. Had the nachash not have been um, 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 gone sour, the nachash not been ruined. Call echad ve'echad mi Yisrael, every single Jew. It would happen to him. They would find two snakes, toivim, good snakes. Echad meshagre letzafin. One of them he would send to the north. The echad meshagre ledarim, and one of them he would have sent to the south. Lehevi loy sandal foinim. I don't know what sandal foinim. If they, to me, they sound like slippers. To go bring him slippers, toivim. You have to have two snakes to get you good slippers. And good stones and precious gems. Umargolius and and different uh, and pearls. And not only that, we would be able to put a ritzua under its tail. I don't know what that means. A whip or a a a. And it would dig earth. It would help man bring him earth for his garden. You need to, or and to his, I guess, his churva, a place that's destroyed. It would have helped out. He would have helped out in gardening and in everything. The snake, atkan. That's what the Gemara says. Hamaimer azer roimez lamasha kasafti. This mimer is indicating to what I said. Vikain yilasid. So will be when Mashiach comes. Haklipay shem roim. The klipas that are bad. Yachzuruli yoisam toivim are going to return to being good. It's the secret of, and we snow Shabbos when we come home, there's two malachim accompanying a person. And if the house looks beseder, looks really nice as a Jewish home, the evil malach has to say amen, the good malach gives a blessing, so it should be the next year. And malach ra, balkarcha yana amen, he has to say amen. I was thinking about this, why dafka Friday night? Because the whole week we're working with the physicality of the world. We're working and working and working. And hopefully by the end of the week, we've created Shabbos. Shabbos is created by the toil of the week. 
So if we worked well and we refined our physicality and we have a Shabbos, so the evil Malach has to say Amen. What does that mean? The Klippa is now elevated back into Kedusha. Physicality becomes an expression of the spiritual instead of it being a separate entity. There's a remez in many psukim, the Nevi'im. Yeshaya, a copy film. Yeshaya Omar, Yeshaya says, Vigor Zevim Keves, the wolf will lie with the sheep. Vinomer and the leopard, Im Gidi Yerbots, together with a goat, it will, it will uh, lounge. The Egel Ukfir and a calf and a young lion, Omari, I don't know what Omari is, Yachtov, will be together. The Nar Katan and a young child, Yinagbem, will all play with them all. Upara Vidoiv and a, a cow and a beer will also play together. The Shashia Yoinek and a little child will play Al Khur Pasen by a viper's hole. Valmaoira Safani and the eyeballs of a poisonous snake. Gomel Yodoy Hada, an infant, will stretch out his hand on the, on the snake's eyes. What does that mean? That all these entities of klipa, of, of, of wickedness, of evil, will all become back, go back to their place where they're, where they're harmless. They will not destroy, they will not do bad, and they will not be destructive anymore. on my entire mountain. What does all this indicate? So when it says lion, sheep, lion, and, 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 and leopard, and, and, and snakes, and viper, what is this all? This is all indicative of the spiritual powers of Klippa. Because all knees will bow down. Then the Klippas are going to be again a Shomer. They're called a Shomer, they're not called Klippa. Klippa is only when they, get, when they become too dense and thick. Because what happens when you have a fruit, a nut? What do you do with the Klippa of a nut? You throw it out. But a shoimer, you don't throw out, you keep it. It's an encasement. But if it's a klipa, it's a shell, you know, you, like Rameir, he, he learned Torah from Acher, it says he threw out the klipa and he kept the, the inside. And this is all hinted to in a beautiful story. The first generation, where did this happen, Chas Fashon? When did the klipas fall? When, the klip, when did the shoimer become a rebellious, become... When did the Shoimer become a separate entity onto its own? By the sin of the Eitz Hadas. That's what separated everything. Because what was the sin? The sin was self-consciousness, self-awareness. Everything went into selfishness. Adam started thinking. Why? Because that's the first aspect of the sin is, what feels good for me? What tastes good? What smells good? Oh, it looks good? It looks tasty? Did God ask you to eat it? Is it part of your mission? Is it part of your purpose? Till then he was functioning just as a channel. Then he started paying attention to himself. As he paid attention to himself, which means he, and therefore thickening his own consciousness, thickening his body, it starts making the snake become more independent and less subservient. And the snake becomes a fight to Kedusha. The next generation, Adam has children. And there's war and one kills the other. Take a look at the first story. What happens? Kayan and Hevel. So he says like this. He says, Hevel comes from Kedusha. Hevel is the primius. Kayan was, the Kayan came from the snake. 
because the snake had relations with Chava. That's what it says. Shocking statement. Sages say that. So that, and they put his venom into her. Kayan came from the snake's part. The snake is supposed to be a shomer, but Kayan goes and he turns on his master instead of protecting his master. See, Hevel should have been the one sitting and learning, and Kayan should have been standing at the door, being his his being his bodyguard. Instead, what does Kayan do? He turns on Hevel and he kills him. God says, "Ayel, where's Hevel?" And what does Kayan answer? Hashomer achianochi. He's no mother Shomer. He's supposed to be the Shomer. Actually, he learns over here that he's trying to deceive Hashem. I'm still the Shomer. And he's not, because now he turned to fight. Instead of being the guard of it. This is what Kayin was saying. Begun Vaidas Elyon, when he's trying to deceive, trying to deceive Hashem. Omar Hashomer Achianoichi, am I my brother's keeper? Meaning, Noida Kayin Kina de Mesevusa, Mesehamas Nachash. He comes from the nest of impurity, from the impurity of the snake, Habal Chava. The Hevel Omasitra de Kadusha. Hevel comes from the Sitra from the side of holiness. The Kayan Aklipa, the Hevel, Kain is the Klipa, the Hevel who creates Chaim. Hevel is the pre, the tree of life, Hakadush of holiness. The Omar, and he says, But it doesn't mean, it's not a question. He's not, he to me a miskayemes. This is a type of question that, it's a to me that remains. He says, I'm a shaymer. I'm not klipa. Klipa is what you throw out. Like it says, Remeya ate the inner fruit. And the klipa he threw out. The klipa is anti. And it, and it uh, fights against. And he wanted to steal. The meaning to deceive Hashem. Va'amar and he said, I didn't leave my post. Shuhu Shaimar Aperi. I'm still a I'm still I, I'm still a legitimate uh, I still have a place in this world because I, I'm a guard. Evad Neman Lakoinoi. The Khaim Ba'emas Yela Asit. When Mashiach comes, the snake will be restored to that position. Meaning all unholiness will serve as a shaimer for Kadusha, not as a not as a force fighting holiness. Okay. Now, where does he continue here? I'm trying to think over here, because over here he goes through all of it. Okay. I have to see where that is over here. Hold on one minute. Possible. He injected her with his, with his ideology, with his worldview. That's possible. Yeah. 
doesn't have to be a physical. Um, okay, now, he continues over here, Ubipsiktas, this is actually a few pieces later, this is in the Chelek, so I guess I, I want to fill this in and learn this all, because it seems like very, very fascinating stuff. But he does, in this part over here in the Sefer, he skips it, but I'm going to do that as well. Um, on, this is in Perek Tess, as he continues. Our Rebbes have taught us. When you have a Sefer Torah, you're allowed to, you're supposed to save, when you're saving it from a fire, even on Shabbos, when you're allowed to grab it, take the Sefer Torah out from being burnt, you're allowed to take the, 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 the container of the Sefer Torah together with the Sefer Torah. Yeah? You take the container of the Torah together with the Torah. Why? Because since the container serves no other purpose but being a container for the Torah, it's like considered part of the Torah. Because of a fire. When there's a fire burning, you're allowed to save a Sefer Torah. But you don't say, oh, don't take the whole thing. Empty the Torah out from its, from its cover Take off the mantle, take off the cover from it. Just grab the Torah. That's not, no. So the, the sages asked, Is the words of Torah written on it? Because it is connected to the Sefer, it's merit to be saved with it. The one who goes with the wise becomes smart. You stick to the wise, you too become smart. And that's what Hashem says. I created you to cleave to me. And I, clear, I, I created your body to cleave to its soul. And if the body cleaves to the soul, then the body is assimilated into the soul. And just like the soul is one with me and I am forever, and the soul is eternal, then the body too would be eternal. He's trying to bring out the idea that the body, it's not natural to the human body to die. The human body, before it's corrupted, thickened and coarsened, supposed to live forever because when the body is a complete servant to the soul and, an, and a continuation, then it is assimilated in the soul. He got kicked out of Gan Eden when he listened to his wife. If he would have remained cleaving to me, he would have listened to me, he would have been like me. Just like I live forever. So it too lives forever. Atkan. They compared the body to a container and the neshama is compared to the sefer. And the guf doesn't die which is death. Death is like the fire that burns. Well that, you save just like you save the neshama. The neshama lives on forever. The neshama can't die. The body also was not meant to die because the body is bottled to the neshama. It's attached to it. But that's only when the body is completely subservient to the soul, then it's like a continuate, then it is, this, then it is the neshama. That's the idea of kasnas oyer, a shirt of light. It's luminous. And it never rebels against the, against the soul. The death cannot rule over it, a fire cannot consume it. Just like it doesn't rule, just like it doesn't rule, the fire, death cannot rule over the neshama. The yiskai mushneim yachtov, and both body and soul will live on eternally together. Just like we find, 
When the, when, the, when the enemy came and burnt down the Beis HaMikdash, they had no power over those that, that which Tzadikim made. David HaMelech made the doors of the Beis HaMikdash, and because David HaMelech was a perfect Tzadik, the doors that he made were not, were not burnt. They sunk in the ground, but they're still there. Anything that Tzadik... Right? And Moshe Rabbeinu's Mishkan was also never destroyed. It's hidden somewhere, but it's, it's eternal. So he's asking a question. If... Moshe Rabbeinu and, Adam and David HaMelech, if their handiwork lasts forever, because they're giving it a touch of their soul, and their soul is forever, Hashem's handiwork, Hashem made the body, should also last forever. So how come the body doesn't? Well, when the body is serving its function, and totally nullified to the neshama, and there to express the soul, there is no death. It's not. A, a, a home of praise. The enemies did not rule over their work of their hands. That the gates, the doors of the Beis Amigdash sunk into the ground. It was not able to be destroyed. When the, when the first base of English was built, the initial OL Moed and the beams and its bars and its pillars and its sockets was all hidden. It's all hidden in Jerusalem under the tunnels of the Hechal. Moshe Rabbeinu's Mishkan. Atkan. The Kolshkin she'in vahefset. So definitely death cannot rule in the handiwork of God. And that was Adam Arishan's body when it, was a, when it was a shirt of light. Remember we said right in the beginning that initially Adam Arishan's body was a shirt, considered a shirt, a garment, but it was, a, it was made with an olive, not with an iron. It wasn't murky. It was with an olive. Even the container of the book, was refined and clean. Oh, that, now this part you don't have in your in your part. He brings b'medrash Rabbah Pashas Achrei Mois b'medrash Mishlei Omer Reb Levi Reb Shem Meshum Reb Shem Bar Manasya Reb Levi says the name Reb Shem Bar Manasya Tapuach Ikvay Shal Adam Arishon the swollen part of the of the of the uh, heel of Adam was so bright Hayamacha Galgal Chama was making the sun look dark. That's how luminous his feet were. The, the feet, which are the lowest part. The Altadama. And you shouldn't wonder how is that possible. A person makes two diskarin. I don't know what diskarin are. Maybe two lamps. One for him and one for his um, uh, family. Who does he make nicer? Wow. Adam Arisha was meant to be God's attendant, to serve Hashem. The sun was made to attend to people. Which one is made brighter? When a person makes a private attendant, a private, or, a, or something that he puts out for the usage of others. So the Adam Arisha was the most brightest being in, in, in existence. The Galgul Chamal is meant to serve the creation. 
to uh, the creatures. Like Kolshkin she tapuach ikvay shel Adam Arishan that Adam Arishan's heel macha galgulchama darkens the sun, the brightness of the sun. Kavachaymeru amount tapuach ikivay makav kavachama. Can you imagine if Adam Arishan's feet made the, the sun look dark? Cluster punov the 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 radiance of his face. Allah has come of a kama at what it looked like then. What the human being is really his body is supposed to look like when it's translucent to the transparent to the to the to the soul. It's unbelievable. Oid bini askilchem bina. I will give you understanding. Mahu inyan shall kasnas oir. What does it mean? A shirt of light. Umahu oir. And what is this light? So why dafka light? Just like light, never ends. It increases and it increases and increases because you can make fire and one fire can make another fire and another fire can make another fire and go on and on and on and on and on and on and it's endless. Take one lamp, one flame. You can light a fire, a piece of wood. And that little splinter of wood can light another, another one. Ad belis soif gavul to endless yisgaber aor the light gets stronger. Kachoyse sabrias adam takev letachlisay. Hear this: the person's body was made that way. That what? That the body should not only live forever because it's bottled to the nefesh, but that it should increase its light more and more and more and more and more and endlessly be elevated, endlessly go higher and higher. Lehepech mamasha ato opposite of what the body is now. Now the body begins to decay the moment the person is born. Take a look at baby's skin. It's so, it's so pure, it's so alive. As the skin, the body begins getting older, it starts to, to roughen up and it's not, it's not the same. Body begins, it begins to disintegrate as soon. After his sin, death begins to plague the body from the moment he's born. Before he sinned, the body was only getting stronger and stronger. It's what he's saying is something very deep. It's not only that the body would maintain, was durable, the body would become more intelligent. Because why? Because what was the body made out of? The body was made out of intelligence. And as the intelligence grows, stronger is the body. More, more, more brighter, greater and greater. As long as a person lives a life of foolishness, like which is our life today, the life of this world, he goes in darkness until the day of death. And only when you peel away the filth of the coarseness of the body, that comes from the snake, then he merits the supernal light, which is called only the neshama without a body. Comes after death. Had Adam Arisha not sinned, this goodness would have arrived to him at the time that he's created. To cleave to the supernal light with all eternity. His neshama was plugged into Olam Haba, into Bina which is endless knowledge in God, and the body was made from the base Amigdash down here, and therefore the body was a perfect keli for it. His neshama is plugged into Ganeidin Elyon, which is Bina. 
the Holy of Holies. His body was taken. From the holy place. From the place of the Mizbeach. Which is corresponding to the Mizbeach up there. His place in body and with soul. Was in the lower Ganeden. Which is derived from the Shoresh of the Binyan up there. Gilu hadu partsufim, which is the revelation of these two partsufim. Da'ainu abinyan b'mekoyma shenasa adam. What exactly that means? He spoke earlier, which I don't know. V'nachtim b'chasamis elu, and his body was stamped with these stamps of the highest worlds of the highest godliness. V'yachtov yietamem agufa nefesh, and together they would be complete body and soul. V'hoyahoylech. Hear this. The idea while we're calling it kasnas oyer. V'hoyahoylech medvekus ledvekus. The neshama and the body would go from level of cleaving to cleaving, mahasaga la saga, from understanding to understanding, until the person would come to a point where he's become completely taken in by godliness. Like it says, by Chanoich, ki he's not here anymore, ki lakach Hashem took him, and that means with his body, he didn't die. His body went up and became a malach. That's what would have happened to, the, to Adam's body. Refinement, more intelligent, more intelligent. It reaches a point where it becomes, it's called lekicha, it's taken to Hashem. Like, like two people, like Hanoich and Eliyahu. Like, yeah. But he says not only that, but a thousand levels higher. That's how Adam would go. Oh, I, and the body would just increase its intelligence forever and ever. Because that that's the substance of the body, intelligence. As the intelligence goes, the body only becomes stronger and stronger and stronger and more alive. Because the more intelligence it has, meaning the more it knows Hashem, the more it's one with Hashem, the more it's one with Hashem, the more alive it is. It would be coming, it would be the opposite of aging. There would be no aging. You just get younger and younger and younger and younger and younger and more alive and more alive and more alive forever and ever. Even thousand levels more than that. From light to light. His physical world was only a symbol, a roisham, a little, a little mark from Olam Haba. His physicality was a, was a trace of Olam Haba. So it, 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 it didn't have anything coarse and lowly that separated it. Just like Atzilus is, his physical body. Just like Atzilus in its place is in total unity in Sharsham Anelam Bebina, at the time of going up, Atzilus gets absorbed in Bina, right? So too, the human's body would have, the person would have been elevated, believe me, so without dying. It would have been the body would have gone up, with his body and with his soul, because it's all eternal. And when he was in Gan Eden, his work would have been done on its own. Because why do you have to plow the earth? Because there's a mix of good and bad and everything. But that happened because he plunged, the earth plunged, and everything became mixed, good and bad and coarse. And there's stuff that are unnecessary, just like the person does with his body, stuff that are unnecessary, psolas. So that causes the earth to have psolas. And everything would have been only from holiness. And there wouldn't be anything lacking in the entire creation. 
Because this is the nature of spiritual. Because it's all complete. Here's these words. The flow of Hashem was going. The Shefa, the godly flow, was traveling and penetrating in all worlds. And there's nothing blocking. There's no murkiness to block. So the body is just also a recipient of direct light. And it's just growing, growing, growing more in that light. Only blessing in everything. There's no Satan. And he would be always in an eternal. And what's this Indian of eternity? It never stops understanding more and more. There's no end to this intelligence. Because Hashem, the subject of God, never ends. You can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and man would have lived forever. That's going to be when Mashiach comes. From strength to strength. Whoever has the eyes of Seichel can see. When Hashem created him, was created already in his tachlistic estate. If he would have kept himself in that state. This part you don't have in your Sefer, in your copy. He would have seen instantly his world. The Ganeden of above is a tiny trace from the Ganeden above. The Torah would have also been completely spiritual. He would have done this all in his spiritual state. And this is the way it would have been. Okay. Now, now oh, let's see what we're talking about over here. The Indian Kvar, I'm going to read a little further, then I'm going to, you're, going to, you're going to find what I'm saying inside your thing. The Indian Kvar Kasafti Lamaila. Now, but we already explained this earlier. Reward and punishment, Enam Eskemium. Raktivium. I'm telling you one thing. This piece becomes so magnificent. You just got to wait it out a little bit here. Even the, 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 the punishment and the reward are not Eskemium. They're, um, they're not Stam Hashem, like what people decide. Oh, what should we give for this? You should, the judge decides. You should be fined uh, $1,000. Oh, for this, you need to get uh, three weeks in jail. That's just a decision. That's nothing to do. It's not a direct derivative from... In Yiddishkeit, the sin causes the punishment. It's not... It's, it's, an, it's a direct outcome. It's a consequence. It's not a, it's not a punishment, in a sense. It's a direct outcome. Raktivium, it's all natural. The nature, it is the nature, when somebody, when, some, when somebody is davik above, when someone is cleaving above, the nature of cleaving to source is it opens up the source. If you're looking, if you're devoted to the source, so it's opening the source, it's like when a child is nursing from the mother, it opens the source. And when you're taking from a, from a spring, what does it do to the spring? More water comes into the spring. The more you draw from it, the more it pulls. So when Adam is, when, when Adam is davak above, laham shecha it draws more blessing. From the beginning of thought to the end. And from there it expands to the lower. 
And this, this goodness would never have stopped. It would have been for eternal. And the person would have gone forever. His intelligence would become more and more and more without an end. And this itself is the good. The more he knows, the more broadening his vessels, the more he can know, and, that, and, the, and that's the ultimate bliss. The schar of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself, the attachment to Hashem. This was Hashem's intentions when He created Adam in His image. But then Hashem commanded him, don't eat from the tree of knowledge, which is good and bad. What does that mean? What does that mean? In Atzilis, when Hashem emanated things, there's two powers. There is a power of Rachamim, which is the power of divine expression. Rachamim, revelation, chesed. And there's a power of Din. And what's Din? Restriction. Restriction, concealment, blockage. Now, he says, um, when we say that there is an Eitzadaz Toivera, in, in up there in Atzilus, it's not Ra. There's no Ra there. There is Chesed and there is Din. Din is a root for Ra. It's a Shorish for Ra, even though it itself is not Ra. Let's understand why. Where does all Ra come from? Ra comes from, the essence of Ra is ego, selfishness. You're into yourself, not serving your source. And then as, as thick as that ego goes to the point where you become so obsessed with yourself that you can kill someone else because of your benefit, you can take care, you can rob, steal, plunder, complete, complete dis, disregard to anybody else because it, it conflicts with, your, with a person's own ego. So ego and the root of being, where did it all start with? What does it start with? Initially the kavana of din is taif. What's the kavana? The abishter restricts, see if God's light is completely emanating, and shining un, unrestrictedly, then the world, the world would naturally be filled with knowledge of God. But then there couldn't be anybody else created. There can't be any creation. What does the Abishter want? He wants us to have, the Abishter wants us to, be, to have a being. We should have a sense of self, and yet we should be in a relationship with him. So the Abishter does want to create us, let's understand something. The Abishter wants to create us with beingness, but he wants the beingness to be very subtle beingness, not dense beingness. Here's where man's choice is. When man begins to take his beingness and denses it till he becomes only aware of self and not reveal and not 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 aware of his source, that's really going into Ra. But it begins as Toiv. Because not to have the put it this way, not see, let's ask a question. Why does the Abish to give why does the Abish to create for Adam, for the Nishama, why does he have to give him a body in the first place? Give him a body. Give him only a Nishama. And the answer is the neshama is identityless. The Abishta wants to be in a relationship with someone. So when the neshama comes into a body, what, what does the body do to the neshama? It gives much more figure. It gives much more form. It gives much more body. It, it is body. It gives body to the otherwise, right? Light, light, light and, 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 and so the Abishta can't be in a relationship much with the neshama because the neshama is not a being. It's only him. Abishta puts the neshama into the body so it fixes it to become an entity. Now you're you. Oh, now I can be in a relationship with you. But the Abishta wants to make you you enough that you should be you that he can be in a relationship with. Not to make you you and you should run off and do your own thing. That's the problem. So you need to have din 
But here's the thing, where does you-ness come from? Where does, where does being-ness come from? Where does self come from? Comes from din, not from rachamim. Rachamim is divine revelation. Din is what? Is restriction, Hashem restricting. It, it, it relates to the two names, Havaya and Elohim. Havaya is, Yudke Vavke is expansive in Hashem's beingness. Elohim is the name of constricting and constricting. Elohim is supposed to be a mugay and it's supposed to be a sheath, a holder for Havaya. And it's supposed to be a, 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 a create the form, to create the, 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 um, the, no, the parameters, to create the, the which, which, which enables for the relationship to, to, to develop. But you need those parameters. So din in Atsilas is good. The problem is only that what? When you separate it from its kavana and you start looking at it as a, as a separate entity, you separate Elohim from Avaya. What is the whole theme of Judaism? The Adaita Hayoim ki Avaya hu Elohim. That Elohim and Avaya is one thing. But the moment you start giving credence to Elohim, which means to the dinim, the cre- which means ultimately means you, you pay attention. In our world, what does it mean you give credence to Elohim? You give credence to your body. Not as an agent of the soul. Anytime we pamper the body and give the body anything, a little pinachu, ah, it's a good time. You give the body an enjoyment and there's no kavana, there's nothing to serve the neshama, that's death. That is death. Because that is separating body from neshama. Separating body from neshama is the of the lie, it's not emes. It's blocking the intelligence, it's not intelligent. It's not what it's meant to be. It's a misuse of it. And that's what the snake was doing. See, the snake was coming to Adam and trying to separate his body from, 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 from kavana, from intention. Oh, that. So that's the meaning that Hashem did. It was Eitzadas Toivara. Eitzadas Toivara is. When Adam is going to take from the Eitzadas Toivara, he's going to start shining the light on the Ra of the Eitzadas. You know bad. You know good, but you also know bad. Meaning you become kind. What does that mean? See, today's days, we have Eitzadas Tovera inside of us as what? We have, we have a holy consciousness, a sense of purpose, a sense of mission, but we also have a consciousness of selfishness. I, I am, I want, I need. So Hashem was afraid that other if he's going to go there, if he's going to start getting a Das in Ra, he's going to lose it. And that's going to cause a sep. So hear, hear, hear these words. Hear this. Ki atzilis habinyan hu Din and Rachamim is Rachamim is the Omek Tov, the depth of good, and and Din is Omek Ra. Hamuske b'Sefi Yitzira. Sefi Yitzira it says two powers, Omek Tov and Omek Ra. Ratzaloyma, what does that mean? Hashrashim. This doesn't mean Chas v'Shalom Tov and Ra. This means the root Shemehem Nimshach Tov Mehem Nimshach Ra. Where does good come from and where does Ra come from? Not that there is ra. There's no bad in the Ebeshter. There is the leftovers of holiness. When man is misorer, he makes them bad. It's when the klipas become separated and they become bitter instead of them being a shomer, as we said earlier. And then, but when you only have Ra, what happens to Ra? When Ra separates itself from its Kavana, 
when it's not ra, when it's supposed to be a shomer, when it becomes ra, evil destroys itself. Like it's happening now in the, in the Middle East. It's just destroying itself. They're destroying themselves. It's mamish killing themselves. But Hashem, as long as they're leaving us alone, and they're taking care of their own death. It's their own decimation of within itself. Because Ra, Ra kills itself. That's what it does. It can't, it can't exist. The person was created from... What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And a person is born from... A person was created from the lower base of Migdash. Means his body from the lower base of Migdash is the Shama from the higher base of Migdash. That the person should remain... The person should remain in a world of complete goodness. Then the person would have lived forever. And his world would have been completely good. Without an interruption, like we explained. And these leftovers, they would have been only the guardian of the fruit. They would have been submissive. That's why the Abish to commanded him, don't evoke their kochos. Their power. Don't evoke it. Just like his neshama is high over high, like I explained. So to the tick, the, the, the container, was also light. Which is the shirt of light. The shirt, we were explaining this all earlier, that the body of the person was all intelligent, all light. But the human being, in his preciousness, he did not lodge. He didn't make one night to finish complete one day in that exalted state. In that, in that like we say, in his glory, he didn't sleep one night in his glory. He lost it immediately. Why? Because of the snake, because of the snake, the snake went and he separated the Aleph. What does that mean? What does that mean? The man, the flip, the, the, the man who turns everything over, he sends Medina fight. Who is that? The man who turns things over? That's the snake. Who sends, he sends in a fight. What does that mean? He turned things over. What does it mean? He spoke, he piled up things against Hashem. He said, You won't die if you separate yourself from God's instructions. In other words, if you begin to function based on your own, own desire, not as an agent Hashem, you won't die. You can live without it. Right? And what does it mean? But he separated the Aleph. What does that mean? The body is supposed to be what? Take the word Adam. Adam is, is, stands for Aleph Dam. Aleph is the Neshama, which is Aleph. Aleph Aluf Aleph means intelligence, actually. Aleph means to learn. Aleph is the intelligence of the soul. And Dam, the blood. But the blood, Adam, it's all converged, it's all one. What he did was Mafred Aleph. He separated the soul. From the body, in other words, he told the body to enjoy itself for the sake of bodily pleasure, not for the sake of, not not as a 
vehicle and as a markava to the nefesh. So he separated the aleph. What happens if you take the aleph out of, out of Adam? Now, wait one second. And if Adam is aleph dalad mem, then you rearrange the letters, you have the word ma'od. Ma'od means infinite. Ma'od means much. In that state of aleph, together with the dam, together, they converged, as we said earlier, the neshama is inside the kasnas, inside the shirt of light, and this light takes it where? Higher, 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 infinitely higher. It would have been ma'od. You take the aleph out, you're left with dam. Blood, nothing else. And, if, and Adam is also MS, because Hashem put, it says that Hashem signed, he made the person in his image, he put a signature on the person's face. What's Hashem's signature? MS. Chazal say, MS. The snake came and separated the Aleph from Adam and the Aleph from MS. Take the Aleph out from Adam, you stay with Dam. Take the Aleph out of MS and you stay with Mess. Dead. Take the Aleph out, take the light out of it. Take the consciousness and the awareness of Hashem. And really, that's simply what I mean. I can drink this water and be alive. If I'm drinking the water, I make it. I can drink this water and. I can drink this water and be alive. Why? Because if when I'm drinking the water, I'm drinking it with kavana. If I'm serving Hashem, if I'm serving Hashem, if I'm serving Hashem with, with, with the drinking of this water, then I'm connecting to the aleph that's in the water, to the MS of it. Because the water really is godly. It's the Abishta, that's Why is it life-giving? Because the Abishta is in it. If I'm drinking the water with the intention to serve God, I'm connecting to the MS of it, then MS, there's, there's truth in it. And Adam, I'm alive. If Chas Shalom, I forget about the Aleph, which is the MS of it, which is the godliness of it, and I drink it just because it feels good for me. So then it's just Dam and Mace. Nothing. It's what the snake did. The body was supposed to be kasnas or that's when the body is subservient to the soul. Take the body and give it, ooh, this feels good, this tastes good, this is delicious, this is your... It's not battle to Hashem. It becomes an entity on its own. Separation. Ratzaloim was supposed to be with an aleph. Like dead entities. Darkness and no light. It becomes a, a, a shirt of, of, with an ayin. And what is ayin? V'azu iver. Ayin. If you take the word oir, oir, with an ayin, it spells iver. Iver is? Blind. Iver means blind. Shaloira. Instead of seeing godliness, it becomes so dense you don't see anything. gashmi. The body became physical. Oir ubasar. V'az yesh hateva gashmi. Then it has the physical nature. What's the physical nature? The philosophers say, everything that is put together, everything that is a composite, everything is composed, and in the end it begins to, because things, no, because everything that's composed from a few things begins to decompose. And that's death. He says, it, what, the, the, it wasn't that Hashem decided, you do this, I'm going to get back to you, I'm going to kill you. No. He says, the natural consequence, the reward of a sin is the sin, that's your reward. What's that? That's death. What's an Avera? Oiver, you're transgressing the will of God. So what do you have when you transgress the will of God? Godlessness. And godlessness means 
godlessness means 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 non-existent, nothing. Because they pull themselves out from the source of life. Hear this. Afterwards, he gave birth to children in that godless state. And their children had offspring. And all of it is from what he calls a fashtinka a drop, which means a smelly drop, which means it's already, it's already murky. The entire birth process, the entire entity is murky. Kinasas atipas rucha, it became what the sages say, a decaying drop. That's because of the impurity of the snake. If not for the zahama, the tipa would have been holiness. Like a like a like a like a, a a pit that is well plastered that you don't lose a drop. The and therefore the snake. So the snake. So the snake with its false false testimony. That it was made on the Abishter, Hifrid Aleph Min Adam. He separated the Aleph from Adam. You don't have it, I'm reading it from a different place. Here, here you go. It separated the Aleph from Adam. And what did it do? In Min Emes and the Aleph from Emes, Ketzad. Ramasti lamala vayaras eskolash eskolash ad asav in a toiv moid hachoisam emes umoidu adam. Oh, the word vayara lekim es eskolash ad asa. So the word vayara lekim es is is gematria emes. Hashem put a signature of himself, and then vehine toiv moid moid is adam. For hoyahakol toiv veloy ra, everything was only good. They got seduced by the snake. And they took the Ra from its potential into actuality. When the human being would have been truth, which means eternal. Now he wrapped himself in a decaying. The Aleph left Adam. Venishar dam, left with blood. Hamoira alat mumis, which shows on, on redness. V'toykef adin. What did we say earlier? What's the source? What's the root of din? Din is supposed to be a garment to rachamim. Elokim needs to be a subservient to havaya. The power of divine restriction is also spo- is only supposed to limit only enough how much how much is it supposed to block Hashem? Only enough that we should have a beingness. We should be a yesh, and the yesh should be bottle. But the moment you emphasize din too much, the din becomes too emphasized, too much blockage. So that doesn't be, it doesn't become a yesh that's bottle. It becomes a yesh that's that that's that's not that's. I don't have a. It becomes a yesh that's not bottle. I was looking for something cooler, funnier than that. It becomes a yesh that's not bottle. And when no, 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 and when the yesh is not bottle, then it's hapachakavana, and that's what he means. He emphasized. The, the, he emphasized that the dinim, the din became an entity onto its own. The body became a metzius, not bottled to the nefesh, and that's why it dies. 
and the Aleph is separated from the other, the Adam was made in Hashem's image, it became Dam Maves. Dam Maves. Dam Metzad Adam, Mes Metzad Chava. Why? I don't know. Garma Misali Yolam, and death comes to the world. It's all in this separation. Instead of having a shirt of light, which is the body before it was ruined, a body that's bottled. Um, Adam's body was an Aleph. That's right. And when he, and when he separated the, the... Now, no, Aleph is the Ur, the light. Yeah, you're presenting the idea of Yudke Vavkin. Hold on one second. Um, now I'm skipping from this piece, which is, I'm sure it's really, really amazing stuff, but we're going to skip because in your copies it doesn't have it. Um, How I, no, I, I didn't, I, was, I found this over here. Two minutes before the shear, I found, I found the original in here. This, is, this, this, play, this safer abbreviates from here. So I'm going to have to fill that in. But hear this. You have to know. When man is fixed, the shirt of light of 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 oil, which as we said now, the shirt became a shirt of a shirt of an iron. It became an iron. It became dense. Iver, blind. It's dark and not light. It's going to go back to light. Not only is it that's what we say in Rameir Sefer Torah. It was written kosnas oil. But not only is it going to be light, it's going to be brighter than the light that was initially. In other words, this Yerida was L'Tzayr HaChaliyah. Till now, he was just talking about how terrible we messed up. How great it was. And now we can, till now, if you stop all the years, say, oh, if only. But now he's going to show, no, 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 there was a purpose to this fall. The shirt of light is going to be brighter than what it was before. That added light comes dafka from darkness. Because of the darkness, there will be even greater light. And the, the, the sages hinted this. They say like this: Chava sachta eshkol shalanavim. Chava took the a, 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 a cluster of grapes. She squeezed it, and she gave it to Adam to drink. In that squeezing of the grapes, you see the kavana of her sin. It wasn't stam a silly sin. There was a kavana here. What's the kavana? The Shlach Kaddish says it has a very big remez. What? This you have. Yeah. It's on the top. It's the next. When they were still grapes, it is known Inside grapes, there are sediments. But they're so subtle. You don't see them in the grape. And when you're eating the grape, you eat the whole thing and you enjoy, but you don't have delicious wine because there's something mixed there. It's not allowing the, li- the wine to be in its full taste. It's only when you take it and you squeeze it out. Ooh, when you make it into wine, that's when you start seeing problems because that's when you start seeing the sediments. As long as it's inside, you can ignore it and say it's good, it's all good. 
There are sediments, but it's not seen. And it's not allowing the wine to be wine. Uh, but when you squeeze it, then the shmarim gets separated from the wine, the sediments. So the, the shmarim that were once in potential, not in actuality, because they were, they were just so hidden. Now they become exposed, revealed, dirty, yuck. Okay, but it's, in, it's enabling the wine to become better. There is a grace to the Shmarim. First they weren't recognized. They were, first they were in a state of unity. Now they become more Shmarim. They become bad. Now it becomes, the wine becomes better. It becomes pure. It doesn't have any, any, anything. It's all clean. And the wine becomes completely clean, clean, clean. It doesn't have any more shmarim. That's what a sifter, a wine, a wine thing it does. And now it's cleaner than what it was earlier. So it is the human being. When Adam Arishim was put into his original body, he was completely good. But there was something in that body that what? That had the potential to go look for bad. So it's like the guys who are growing up in Meisharim and they're in Williamsburg and they're learning and they're davening and they're only seeing what a Gaddish, what a new square, Alagutazachin. And the back in their mind, they're thinking, they're never going to go there. The back in their mind, they're thinking they're missing out on all the fun that's out there in the world. Oh, but the guys who went and tasted it and went out there and have gone through the whole nine yards and had all the chazarai and because they have a holy neshama, it doesn't sit well with them. And to a point where they just reject it all, they don't need it anymore. Push it out. Ooh, they felt the bad, they saw the bad, separated it, and then they come back. It's not appealing to them anymore. The shtus is not appealing to them anymore. They've really rid themselves, and it's a whole kind of... They, see, that's with the Jewish people. Most of the Jewish people had to like leave Yiddishkeit, go out and, and what we call, um, to go out and uh, not investigate, what's the word? Um, uh, uh, no, 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 to go out and, and uh, what's the word? What? Let explore. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm not looking for searching for good. Experiment. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. To go out and experiment. And they went and experiment, and now they're coming back. And when they come back, it's so much purer than it was. Because you've gotten rid of the junk. And that's what Chava did. She had to experiment. She went and experimented. She got into the rat. And mankind is going to fight with that rat till they cleanse themselves completely. But when they come back, it's so much purer. They have potential in his was to klipa in the concealed self. But they could have ignored it. And they would have been in holiness all their life. But it was always there, not allowing the wine to be in its full goodness. Now that it came out and it was exposed, the klipa became real klipa dig. Who are Satan, who are Yitzhahara, death and everything. But now, once it's there, fully expressed, and you conquer the Yitzhahara that you have now, then it becomes, the bad goes completely away. First of all, the Neshama is pure, pure, pure without any Shmarim. 
and that's the complete person, now he goes in to explain the idea of a skafia. I'm sorry, not a skafia, it's hapcha, like a tzaddik. He conquers, not if someone kills his yetzahara. He doesn't kill him. For it to become good. He prevails over it. And he purifies it. You have a body now that has become coarse. But now you work with that body until you take all the, all the, all that, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, 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 he takes his midoy shemra, the kina, jealousy, the chemda, and desire, the sin and hatred. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, uh, destroy them. He conquers them to purify them. You see, Mamish Hadeshla Kaddish was the foundation of Hasidus. You see, all the themes of the Altar Rebbe and Tanya. In this, in this little discussion that we have over here, not to destroy, that's Musr was to destroy negative things, not the destruction of it. It's the spicing of it. It's the fixing, it's the tempering of it. Each one. And there's a thousand things like this. It becomes better than good. You eradicate the ra that's in it and take out its potential good. It becomes good. But here how this happens. You'll say, well, okay, who's doing this already? A few tzaddikim. Everybody. The world gets purged from its ra through what? After the thousands of years of purification, and the cleansing that happens through through all the sufferings that were destructions of the Beis Amikdash, and the Crusaders, and the Inquisitions, and the pogroms, and the Holocausts, and all these things, and it's, it, it brings about tshuva, it cleanses and cleanses and purges and cleanses the human condition, the human being. The klipis fall away. And the malach of death gets shechted. And whatever is in the ra that could be brought back in becomes sweetened into holiness. Who conquered the Yetzirah. And they used it to serve the Ebishter. That's how they were taking whatever. Because that's what tzaddikim do. They take the... The the, the, the the potential of it and bring it in. So that's what it takes the, the good potential in Klippa and brings it in. Then the shirt of, of, of that leather, the leather shirt that Hashem made him, which means that the ayin repl- replaced the aleph. There was an aleph, a kosnas oyer. Then it became ayin. Ayin is iver, blind, instead of oyer, light. What happens? The, that kosnas oyer becomes the greatest, the greatest connector to. As it says, ki ayin bi'ayin yiru b'shuv Hashem asiyan. This is the clincher. These words for me. Ayin bi'ayin through the ayin yiru ayin. That very ayin that is the source of all darkness. The kosnas oyer that represent that that substituted the kosnas oyer of the aleph. That very ayin yiru is going to bring a ria. 
is going to bring a vision, a much deeper vision that we could have ever had had we remained with the kasnas ur, the shirt of light. Shulashan iver, the very darkness, yishapachlias ayin roya, is going to be an eye that sees instead of an ayin that's iver, that blinks blindness. Kimakoyach ayin iver, from the power of the blind eye, yizgadala ra'ois, it's going to increase this vision, yisrin la'or minachoyshech. There's going to be an, ad, an added to light from the darkness itself, from the darkness. Not only will the world go back to its initial intention to be a shirt of light, it's even going to be a greater light with the eye, with that very eye, we're going to see that's why we say there's an eye in raw. We're always afraid of an eye in raw. Now you get now you get an idea what means a, bla- a bad eye. Say, oh no, can I nahara? We always say, not there shouldn't be an eye in hara. We we flip that eye over, she ye kasnas or yuchsali ayin toiv to a good eye. A good ayin. Toiv roi, who's a sea well. The yeah kolkach or godal, there will be such light. Shaloya ya musiglanavim, that which was never grasped at a levium. Kmoishanemar ayin loida asala kimzalosecha. Our Rebbe say, what does that mean? We're going to get to drink the wine that was hidden in the grapes. That's, that, that's this idea. Because in the thousands of years of this, that special wine, that, that, that reserve wine, all the, all the schmutz went out of it. And the shirt of light is going to be even more light. There won't be even the tiniest little particle of 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 which I think you don't have that over there. Hold it. Um, okay, let's continue over here. Another another fifteen twenty minutes. I'm skipping this little thing over there because I don't find it in the source over here. I'll come back to it. I'm holding by. Even though we said, The world will return to its tikkun and it will be eternal. There will be many madregas in its nitzchias, meaning as it will go up higher. Besides Shis Alfi Shnin have Alma, and the secret of six thousand years is the world, the Chad Charuv, and once it's dist- and then one thousand years of destruction. Just like Shmita is Shmita once every seven years, the world has a a seven a seven thousand year a one thousand year. Sabbatical for the seven thousand years. V'noy demasha kazo mukubalim besoid shmitas v'yovel sheva shmitas v'achek kachayovel soid habina v'umasha rama zazoyer chamishim shnin deyovela. Okay. Omnam, what he's saying is the world will go through a process of elevations. So v'umasha rama zazoyer chamishim shnin deyovelus chamishim elef darin fifty thousand generations. The zaman kutsha berichu letaver ruchale that Hashem is going to put his ruach upon them. Each shmita is going to open up a whole, suddenly a whole new 
a whole new experience, much higher than what it was before. No one has seen that. It says they're arguing with Shmuel. Shmuel was in the opinion that is going to be kind of a regular time. The only difference is Jews are not going to be under the nations. There'll still be poverty. That's what Shmuel says. So, so Olam Abba, which is the great day of Tchias Hamesim, Shu B'Shnas Hayoyvel Hazoyis Tashuvu Ishel Chazosay, who betoisves Milo Beruchni Yisanitzchias Yoisim Yemoisam Mashiach. You see, that's on a higher level, more than Yemoisam Mashiach. Makom Makom Elu VeElu Hakol Beguf VeNefesh. Both of them are going to be body and soul. You know, in Chasidus it always brings that the Mekubalim insist that it's body and soul. It's mainly the Shlach HaKadosh who brings a bunch of sources for this, who's emphasizing very strongly how it has to be with Guf. And he brings over here long and yanam, a whole discussion about this, pages and pages. It seems from the opinion of Shmuel, in the days of the King Mashiach, nothing will be new. Of what the world is today. The Rambam seems to be leaning to what Shmuel says. The Rambam says, You shouldn't think. The world will suddenly become a magical world. So there will be anything new in my The world will continue to be what it was. This is what the Rambam says. So the Shlach Kaddish says, the Shlach Kaddish says, I say, with fear and trepidation, it could be that the Kavana of Shmueli, until the end of the sixth millennium. It means even after Mashiach comes, which is, we're talking about the next 230 something years, that might still be, 200, 200, it's less than 30. It's 225 years. 26. Aval achakach, aval achakach moide shmuel l'chol mashamarnu, that the worlds will completely change. The efshir af pe'elof hashishi, it's possible also in the sixth millennium. Moide shmuel, shmuel is moide l'chol mashamarnu, everything that we said, be'inyan halayladim mebiyas mashiach ve'elech. All the people that are going to be born after Mashiach comes, they're going to have new souls. He was only speaking about those neshamas that were born before Mashiach comes. From that, what we call tipas rucha. Which in them there will still be death. And then they will have tchias hamesim those who are going to be born already in holiness, because after Mashiach comes, you won't be any more Yitzhahara. There won't be death anymore. And those that were resurrected, they've already eradicated the, 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 the murky body. from the snake. They're going to live on forever. They're not arguing. He's talking about the days of Mashiach, the new people after Mashiach are born, and he's talking about still those that are surviving, still the survivors from before. 
Even the Gemara says it's an argument. Pliga Ritzalaimer Yesh Chiluk. Not that they're arguing. They're not going head on head. They're talking different things. He called Echod Medaber in Yenachar. Okay. Haklal. Then he's, um, yeah, he brings up this Hakodesh and the Gansa Mice over here. Gansa Langa Mice, which I'm not going to go through. Pages upon pages. Haklal Oila Makol Devereinu. The Klal that comes out of all of this. Maata. There won't be death. It's all going to be eternal life. It's going to be fulfilled that Hashem says, I will give my resting amongst you. And the Shechina will rest amongst us in body and soul forever. And the older they get, as we spoke earlier, the body itself will be intelligent, not just the mind is intelligent. The body consists of intelligence. And therefore, the older they get, the more intelligence they get. They will add wisdom. The bodies will only become stronger and stronger and stronger because they're made up of what? Of godly intelligence. Without an end. Right at the beginning when Mashiach comes, there's going to be abundant of, 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 of food in the world. And there won't be any more, any more toil. The work will happen on its own. And Eretz Yisrael will give forth um, complete roles. And complete clothing. Meaning complete, the, 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 the materials will be ready to be made. We won't need all the processing. And afterwards, peace in the land. is gone. Tesulik hamiriris ma'klipa. Klipa is going to go be restored back to what it was supposed to be. V'tiyah nechnas shayma leperi. It's going to go back and being a shaymer instead of being a a a a at war with kedusha. Which is after the L. V'frisi eschem v'rebesi eschem. I'm going to multiply you. B'koyim ezekufa k'may adam k'aydim shachet. And then Hashem is going to pick up adam arishin adam, which is human being, all of us, to the heights that adam was before his sin. I'm going to dwell amongst you. This is the Nitzchias. This eternity begins right at the beginning. Oh, but according to what Chachamim say, Sha'anitzchi is beguf and nefesh, not like the Ramam. The Ramam says the Nitzchi is to the nefesh. But the, 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 the Mekubalim say that no, the Nitzchi is beguf and nefesh, for loy tefsik it will never stop. Rak Yosef Maila Maila Tamid Ad Belisaifetachas, without an end. Oz Hakobal Anachim. Yeah, and then. Aren't is. No, because that was the whole thing that we learned over here. That the whole that the the that the goof needs that the neshama needs needs a nartake. The neshama needs a container, and the, and now we have the container in mitzvahs. When when Abraham created Adam, his container was the body itself, was the kasnas ur, was, was the shirt, was the lavush. The shlas, the mukubalim with the rambam. The, it's really the ramban. It's not the shlas. It's the ramban. Ramban is the one who holds that it, that 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 the ultimate state is guf and nefesh together. It's going to return to a shirt of light. Yismach Hashem of Yismach, and Hashem is for the first time going to be happy, and that's why Yismach is gematria Mashiach, not gematria, the same letters as Mashiach. Because until Mashiach comes, there's no joy in the world. 
The world was never, we never had it, we never had one evening that things were good. Everything went sour on the first day. From the darkness. Because of the darkness, that what did the darkness do? It purged, cleansed the shirt of, of, of leather, which is the, the body as it's now, will be increased the light. And anyways, and that is going to be the ultimate good. Hold on. And they're going to live together forever and ever. That is, what, what's the idea over here? Why we learned this today? Because I didn't prepare another share. And I taught this in the morning. It's a simple reason. But the deeper reason why we learned it today is because this week is Parshas Chukas, which is a rectification for Misa. And this is the rectification for Misa. For death. Paraduma is the rectification of the... Paraduma is the rectification for the redness, which is the union of Dam, which is the Din without the... Without the thing, you're bringing it back to its shorish. So it's a very special thing. It's a very special understanding of this all. How are you? No, I'm gonna go there. Push the button. Ow.